Side note, before you start, from the Candy Kids to the Glovers, the E-Girls and the Lovers, the Bros and the Hoes, we all come together for that one big thing. Hey, hey y'all, hey. This is Beatty. MKQ. Welcome back. Oh, rave deprived. Okay, so what I mean by that is basically <laughs> like all the random, just the random shit that I missed of raving since we started going back this summer. What was our first event back? Excision. It was Excision in June. Uh, just like the little, the little random shits that, gosh, I missed so much not being able to do this past year. Oh, yeah. Just communing with everybody, the atmosphere, hell, even like paying the price that we pay for water. Like, just oh, and complaining about prices and things. Right? This is just little shit. I mean, I know one thing that I missed, but then getting back into it, I was like, what the fuck is the different people that we meet? And we said that before, but I don't know if anybody else is like this, but I like to flirt. I like to flirt with people at events. Like, that's fun, right? Oh, do tell. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do know. They it's check out last thing. season, episode seven. Ew. No, no. Whole season. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a flirt. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> Just like thinking back to this hard summer, we met some interesting dudes at this one. I didn't meet nobody. That was you I'm just kidding. <laughs> I always like to disassociate myself. Oh my gosh. But it wasn't even intentional. Like we were just like dancing, having a good time at it was yummy too. Mm-hmm. This one guy I thought was cute. So this is where the confusion happened between you and me, MKQ. There was this one guy I thought was cute and was blondie. Yeah. Blondie. Absolutely. And apparently the brunette guy mm-hmm. came up to you saying that I was cute. No, he asked me if you were single. Oh. Yeah, so, by the way, you you got to okay. give him credit where credit is due. I'm standing there on the platform at my favorite DJ. By the way, Josh, if you were listening to this, you murdered that set, but okay. But so I'm dancing there, enjoying my whole life, and somebody taps me, like, on my lower back, and I was like, what the hell? So I look down, and it's the brunette, and he's like, oh, like, hey, like, how are you? I see you getting your life. Like, nice to meet you. And then proceeds to tell me that, like, he's here enjoying his night with his big group of friends, and his friend's birthday is tomorrow at midnight, yada, yada. And then points to you and goes, oh, like, who's with her? Who is that? And I was like, oh, that's my best friend. Oh, is she single? Is she spoken for? Like, anybody after that? Like, do I got to chase? Do I got to run? Like, that's literally what he asked me. And oh I was like, God. no, no running no. involved. She's unspoken for. Intense. And he was like, oh, okay. Mission acquired. Like, literally said, mission acquired. Whoa. Ew. Like, no. Okay. I see you. And went for it. You have to. But no, because he tapped on me once to dance. And then I like turned around because like, no, I like, even though I like to flirt with people, I like to dance by myself. I don't like to dance with people that much. That's true. And whenever I turned back to you again, you said, oh, like this guy thinks you're cute. Now, for some reason, this is a stupid fucking pattern in my life where I get two guys in the same group where I think the one is cute and that one thinks I'm cute. But then another one has to like be hidden on me. And and because you like the secondary person, the first person gets priority between the yeah. bro code. And yeah, so, so the secondary one backs off and ends up. What about BD like, code? Why did I pick it? They don't know the BD code. Rude. And so yeah, he backs <laughs> off and then literally ends up nine times out of ten hooking up with somebody else because he knows you're off limits because his bro already claimed you. Yeah. So 
skirt, skirt back to us dancing. And I turn around and you, you like kind of like point in that direction. You're like, oh, this guy thinks you're cute. And I thought you were pointing to Blondie, the one that I thought was cute too. So I was like, oh yes, this is great. So I start talking to him Mm -hmm. and then Brunette swoops in like saying, hi, I'm so-and-so. What's her name? I was like, oh, hi. Like not giving him any attention. (laughs) So I was like, okay, great. Like Blondie likes me. I like him. Like this can be a great time. And then Brunette keeps like swooping in trying to ask questions and like dancing with me and I'm literally like taking my hand oh no I don't dance oh no I don't do that but then I feel bad because then Blondie's there I'm like I want to dance with you but there's a little bit of a wingman malfunction there because I feel like uh, MKQ you need to you need to divert brunette Right? I tell her that all the time. No, it's not <laughs> the wing woman a diversion that's broken. It's, it's the main a- component that needs to learn to use her wing woman. But I think Ooh. she gets like flustered in the moment and fixated on the guy that she's trying to get the attention of that she doesn't think, okay, let me alley-oop the one I don't want to me. Mm. That doesn't happen. How, what is that? I don't know what you're Meaning, talking about. Meaning like you should have gave brunette, like push brunette in my direction. And I would have kept him. Thing? The yes. You got to do the switch. That's why you have a wing woman. That's why yes. you bring your best friend. Hold so that up. what men do it all the time. If they're trying to go after this one girl, and you know that the one girl's not going to talk to you, and the other girl's there, and she's probably nine times out of ten, let's be honest, not as attractive. They use their friend to talk to that one, so he could get in with the one they want. Men do it all the time. It's a classic switcheroo. Yeah. So you should have alley ooped the brunette to me. I would have like distracted him so that you could have had Blondie, but that didn't happen. My jaws dropped. I didn't know that was a motherfucker. That's what thing. I'm there for. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm Kiki. Waited now. Tell me. I thought you knew. Ow. 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 I know. <laughs> well, now Ow. you do. You know, I don't have many rave friend girl groups or anything after my past. Well, no. I was. Just, that's just a dating like scenario. Oh no. Yeah. I don't, I don't go to the club. Oh well. I go okay, to the rave. Well. Okay, get my rave on. It's okay. Well, now you know. Like, I could have not like hit on him, but like I could have kept him distracted enough to where you could have had like your moments with Blondie. That makes sense because then we all became a group going to other events. They ended up following our schedule. Yeah, yeah, they did. What are you guys going to do the rest of the night? You're going. You guys have great energy. So then we said, and then they literally followed us, which is like fine. It was funny because then brunette would come and like talk to me, and. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. And then, like, the blondie would, but the blondie would secretly try to, like, hold my hand. But it was so secretive. And that whole time I was thinking, I was like, why are you being so secretive? Like, what is this for? I I got it later because I didn't know then, but I got it later that the brunette was, like, actually really hitting on me. Oh, yeah. Like, his, but it wasn't just hitting on you. Like, his machismo for the moment was, like, so overpowering that he, I think Blondie knew if he would have ever, like, overtly tried, it would have been a direct problem. Mind you, you're forgetting a huge point. Blondie took advantage of the fact that where we went on our schedule was to see future. Okay, yeah. and brunette is in love with future. Could tell you every lyric backwards, forwards, in Spanish, Caribbean, whatever. I forgot of future's lyrics, right? Yeah, and he knew Blondie was smart enough to know that me and you don't. I mean, we like future, but per- we don't really care. Yeah, that we much. dance to the music, Perfect. but like that's it. So. He pushed you forward, had moments with you, talked to you, pulled you back, gave you whatever, had you talk to the nice girl that we met who gave you the cool thing for your neck. Oh, yeah. That was all him. That was his interception. Yeah, that was. So he took advantage of that. He was really sweet. And then was like telling about his life, asking what I do. It's like, oh, we should meet up outside. Is this Blondie or Brunette? Blondie. No, Blondie. He was like trying to make 
his past, but real yeah. quiet, quiet on yeah. the low. Smooth. Yeah, because Brunette was like in his zone listening to Future. That's right. And then he, Blondie was coming up and talking to you, asking where you are, how we knew each yeah, other. Yeah, trying to get information on yeah. you. Yeah. But the kicker was there was a split moment between the end of the set and when we were leaving the venue to where he was trying to, Blondie was trying to get you to like come in his direction because it was his birthday. So he was trying, obviously, to have somebody entertain him for his birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. Brunette was not having it. Brunette pulled you aside. Brunette was like, sit right here. Brunette was like, oh, we might go on the ride. Let's go together. So then by then, Blondie was like, F it. It's not going to happen. And then went and go got got old girl. Like, out of nowhere. Got some random girl. Then it was weird because then, like, he was still, like, he gave me his number. Then he was still kind of, like, wasn't as flirty and sweet. Because, like, at that point, it really felt like, okay, like, he's going to ask me on a date or something. We're actually going to talk outside of this. Then the friend was there, and I was like, okay, like, she's friendly, whatever. And I wasn't getting any type of, like, flirty vibes from her at all. Like, No, they, she was they, really nice. Yeah, she was really sweet. They had their distance, like, you know, like, reading body language, there was nothing there. And Burnett just kept talking to me. And then— But not just talking. Like— Then he was dropping real game, or so he thought, telling you all about <laughs> what he does and how it is and when he's outside, how many events he goes to, the vibe— everything, how he's the life of the party and the group. Like, he was laying it on thick. It didn't work. But he tried. He really tried. He did. Because that was right around the time when I realized, it's like, I think this guy's hitting on me. But I told you! (laughs) As we were walking the future, I was like, hey, yo, what you think? And you were like, no. He had no shot? Brunette had zero shot? He had no shot. Blondie. Blondie stole my heart. (laughs) Towards the end of the night. The brunette dropped the ball because remember at the end of the night we were asking oh what are you guys doing are you doing an after party what are you doing if he literally wanted to he could have been like yeah come back with us to the after party let's make sure you guys get home and he could have spent time with you yeah but he didn't that's he left true. you ha- left you completely hanging mm-hmm. oh so that's that was his fault then the next day He's saying that they're going to come back. And I was like, okay, great. You guys should. And I was really thinking, okay, come back. I'm going to talk to Blondie. It's going to be a great-ass time. Yada, yada. And he's like, oh, well, like, not all the group wants to go. So I'm like, I'm talking to Brunette, trying to figure out Blondie's going to come. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, who all is coming? Maybe or maybe not. He's just like, oh, half the group. Who's half? Got a big <laughs> fucking group. I Tell me who. He straight up was just like, oh, me— so-and-so, Blondie, and his girlfriend. I'm sorry, come again, what? Yes, you heard that. The brunette was like, yeah, I'm coming back. The couple you met, my homeboy, and yeah, Blondie, and his girlfriend. I said, So this sounds like a unicorn situation. Thank you! Unicorn part two! Yes! No, I refuse. No, what ended up happening was, is because you didn't end up going to the after party... And it was Blondie's birthday. He ended up getting with a girl he invited from the end. Come to find out they had been talking for a couple of weeks before that, but it hadn't got hot and heavy until that night at the after party. And again, though. So then he made her. <laughs> that keeps happening to you. Made her his girlfriend. Wow. Mm-hmm. Could have been you. It could have been you. Could it, though? Could it, though? It could have. he was talking to this girl for a while. It could No. 
No, every you miss it because you were stuck over there with brunette, and he was laying that on thick towards the end of the night. No, but I'm saying at the end of the night when we were sitting on the ground, and it was an old girl that he ended up getting with was sitting yeah. next to yeah, us. I know it was real platonic, real like, do you like watermelon? I like watermelon. <laughs> like seriously, that's what they were talking about. What would um, you put in your ideal fruit salad? I was like, what? <laughs> that's what they were. So it was real, like it was no. Flirting at all. Flirting. If you wanted to shoot your shot, that was the moment. But Brunette kept you real busy. You were way on the other yeah, side. Yeah, he was asking me 20 million ca- questions. And even though she was platonic, I still felt cat vibes from her. No, no. She she was totally like, if you wanted a piece of this and I wanted a piece of this, we could share him. Ew, that, I'm not I'm, trying I'm to not, be a unicorn. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that that's what, whatever. But she would have been game for it. That's how, like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck mode that she was in. She just didn't care. So, I don't know what the fuck it is with rave season this year, but unicorn can go. Nay, nay, bye. <laughs> like, I'm so over this. Or you, you're, if that keeps happening to you, or what keeps happening to you is almost, you're not going to like it, but missed opportunity. Like, you meet the perfect person. <laughs> perfect. You vibe the whole time. You get and, along. And it's not and like at the they very get... end, they drop a bomb. Oh, I have a girlfriend. Or, I have a question. Do, do couples actually happen where they meet at raves and they, and they have a long-term relationship after this? Yeah, I've been to like mm-hmm. five rave weddings. <laughs> five rave weddings, proposals. Wow. Um, I We met at a rave like in 2000. We've been raving together ever since. Mm-hmm. Rave bays are turning to real bays. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like a rave, a raver's dream. But to this have is that horrible, but I have to, to say some of the best, best breakups happen at raves. <laughs> I hate you. You ruined my life. Like the best. <laughs> Never coming back to Nocturnal because you just ruined the image for me, Brad. Always. Brad. <laughs> it is. It's so true. Come back here, Sarah. We can talk about it. Where are you going? <laughs> Don't leave. And then you find that same couple at the end of the night. By the, I'm so sorry. We I fought. I love you so much. But I love you. It just, I want you to understand me. The light skinned girl, just, she was so unicorny. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Awful. Rave. Relatables. Rave. Relatables. Because I relate to the rave. Anybody's at Hard Summer and they did the free parking lot, you would fucking know. Or even, you know, we never really experienced shuttles to, like, your car. And we've always heard of the shuttle nightmares. And we know to avoid them and abort, like, any situation ever being put in it. And we experienced it firsthand. And literally, it made me question why I raved. I was that miserable. I literally told you in the middle of it. I said, I'm too old for this. I'm done. I I think I have a rave blog and a rave podcast, but I don't actively (laughs) need to go. I'm the older one of the group. I could stay at home. You take cliff notes. I'm, no. I was like, oh. I'm done. BD, I'm good. It was awful. Okay. And you know it's bad. <laughs> you know it's bad if MKQ is yelling at you. If we're going to get mugged and murdered, <laughs> so be it. I don't care. Yeah, I was like, if we're going to get murdered, let me ground. get murdered. I did. I sat. I said, I'm done. <laughs> I could and I like but you forgot all of my like slave references I was like I couldn't have been Harriet this is bullshit like I was is this parking related yes so for hard summer and they switched up where the free parking lots are to where it is the furthest one is a mile and a half away from the venue and then the second furthest is a mile away. no that's not the farthest one 
the one that's at the airport was farther. <laughs> that was like three miles away. <laughs> we had the third farthest one. That's right. Yeah. Which was which was the, a, the mall. Yeah, which was Carousel a mile. Mall. It was one mile away or a mile and a half. Mile and a half. It was a mile and a half away. And there was just a whole bunch of miscommunication between the shuttles and the event and staff and everything that there was hundreds of people waiting in line for the shuttles, but the, the shuttles ended at 2 a.m. The event ended at midnight, and mm-hmm. they were not taking people fast enough. They're moving very slow. That still by 2 a.m., there were still hundreds of people waiting for these shuttles. And one by one, before 2 a.m., like starting at 1 a.m., they were just clocking out and leaving because they're like, why? Yeah, nobody had told the bus drivers that the rule was until every single attendee that needed to get a ride from the venue back to their car was taken, then you could leave and we'll pay you the overtime. Nobody relayed that to them. So as little by little, bus drivers were like, well, the end of my shift is 1 a.m., 1.32. They were leaving. They were leaving. Wow. So there were at least 600 people. Easy. Yeah, hundreds. Still outside. Like, oh my God, how are we supposed to get back to the car? And and they passed that ordinance in San Bernardino that like no Ubers can move between like two and four a.m. So there was no Uber signal. I, were, you, were you among the six hundred that were stranded? Yes, because yes. we were waiting in that line and it wasn't moving. And I was looking at MKQ. I was like, this isn't moving. So then we left it midway through at one a.m. And um, trying to get an Uber because MKQ was like, I'm not going to walk this. And I was like, I completely agree. Like, this is a safety thing. I mean, there were people, there was homeless people shooting up, literally. As we were walking to the event in daylight. So I can only imagine what we were going to see on the walk back at night. Like, it was not, it was in the bad part. In downtown San Bernardino. Yeah, like the bad part. So I agree with her. And then I was trying to get Ubers and Lyfts and it literally kept going to the point where I timed out in Texas saying there are no Ubers or Lyfts available in your area. Why aren't there taxis? Like, Insomniac should partner with the taxi cab service. They would make bank after their event. Just yeah, like they would. Them. There was no taxis, no Ubers, no Lyfts. So then it was to the point where I was like, MKQ, we have to walk. And it's not safe for us to walk alone being two women. So I was like, the next group of people that we could find to go, then we'll walk with them. We didn't start walking until 2. It took us until 2 to like find a group because we tried getting Ubers and Lyfts that whole time and couldn't. And that walk after the whole event and you having blisters because that was your first time breaking in the Crocs. And, you know, you're already standing for that whole event for six hours and walking. So if you're already tired and hurt, you're coming down, you're starting to get hungover. Like that walk was miserable. And that was just where you're I like— snapped. <laughs> I said, leave me here. If I'm going to get murdered, I'm going to get murdered. I don't care. I'm not walking anymore. And gave you the keys. And you kept walking with our new friends. And I sat down the corner. You left me in like a well-lit area. Yeah. But as soon as I sat down, the girls that were there were like, we're leaving. And then the guys decided to give me shit because I was wearing Crocs. And they were like, okay, good luck. And like left me by myself. But I was like, I don't care. And then like a homeless person came up to you? Yeah. Hey, 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 how you doing this evening? I'm fine, sir. <laughs> Why are you sitting here? You ain't got no friends. Not currently, but I do have friends. Oh He's like, God. I'll keep you company. No, no, I'm okay. I'm all right. Did he at least have lemonade for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no refreshments were served. Cracked out homeless person versus uh-huh. lemonade man. Who's better? Lemonade man, because at least there's refreshments. <laughs> Uh, he talked about rubbing my feet, so mm-hmm. 
That was part of Which, I mean, by the I way, had, I have a foot phobia, so that was... No, I'm not down. <laughs> but it was a nice offer. We had a fucking crackhead following us. Motherfucking <laughs> Carlos. Freaking creep. Who's trying to... He's like, my phone said it locked me out for an hour. I, I locked myself out. I'm like... Oh. How do you even do that? How? And then he's like, okay, okay. Um, can I just get a ride? No. And I literally, I look at you and MKQ because I'm like, I can't. Like, I was at my breaking point. Because, like, the fact that we're having a motherfucking crackhead follow us <laughs> back to our car, I'm going to go batshit berserk. Like, as if I see a mountain lion, hands up in the air, crazy. Because I don't know how you could lock yourself out of your iPhone for an hour. Like, I've done it where my phone is overheated. And it's like maybe 10 minutes and it gives you like a 10 minute countdown. But yeah. his literally said like One 59 hour. minutes. So that yeah. means, it's like, I can don't you, know. Can you, can you message this person for me on Instagram? Can you message them? Can you tell them I need a lifter? He's like, I can get you when I'm just locked out of my phone. I have the money. I have the money. Nobody wants your fucking money, sir. Leave us alone. And we're walking and he's literally following us. So then we found those other two girls to come with. And he starts talking with them. And they think that it's a friend of ours. I'm like, we don't fucking know him. And then we stop for a minute because you, like, gave up. you couldn't. And I turn around and he's shooting up in his fucking arm. He's shooting up. Oh, I didn't know and then, that. Like, doing I didn't know that. Yes. So no. I was like, breathe. You didn't tell me that part. Because I didn't have it anymore. I was like, oh my God, MKQ's going to get murdered. I'm going to get murdered. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry. It was not more no, safe. No, literally, literally to this moment right now, I did not know that. Yes. It was fucking awful. And then oh, I so. noticed that they didn't even see that. And um, and then they were like, oh, so like we can take your friend home. I was like, that is not my friend. I don't know who that is. I can't tell you his name. I, I He's fucking creepy. Just started following us. Please don't give him a ride. Because then our, like, the thing that I made with those girls is like, okay, whosoever car we get to first, then like, we'll you give you a ride. ride to the other That's, one. Yeah. And then you put in my head, you're like, the car's gonna be broken into if the windows aren't smashed already by the time we get there. It's like, <laughs> fucking mkq they do not need to think about that either so then i'm like oh, we need to walk and i'm getting blisters even more if you like if our car is working into how are we gonna get home <laughs> like i was borderline thinking fuck if we call 911 it's just gonna be a beep beep like, we're dead and so then like, he starts asking them oh can we can I get a ride back with you guys just like over here like can you help me call an Uber or Lyft and like no no and we get closer to the car and they're like you can stop following us now it's like thank you I've been trying this whole time it's like okay this woman will unite we can fight we can fight this three of the skinniest <laughs> chicks ever I'm a horrible friend oh I just God. left them I was the muscle and I sat down and gave up <laughs> but like, I couldn't walk no more I can't do this anymore I was like you think I want to do this you think I want to fucking do this yeah. Oh my god, that was awful. I'm sorry for being an asshole. I and just the worst up. part is that I wish, I wish this was a lie. But all this happened. Yeah. All this happened, and then they, we got close to the car, and they're like, "I was like, don't unlock the car. I'm honestly afraid he's just gonna try to like jump in. Like he was staying real close to us walking. I was like, give me distance. Then they're like, get away from us. Like step away from the car, back away. And they're like, I'm fine. Jeez, I wasn't gonna hurt you. Just making sure you guys made it safe. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we don't know you. And then they like unlocked the the passenger and her door, and we quickly got in. And then he just like stood there, and she's in this old janky car. So I was like, oh my god, like scared me even more. So then she finally got in, and then he, we made sure he left, and then she took him in my car, and then I got you. So that was fucking awful. And I I never can never tell my mama. She'd be so mad at me. Like, this is why 
Don't go to events with just a girl. Needless to say, the next day we paid $30 for parking and parked right across from the venue. <laughs> and left three hours before the venue st- the event started. Yep. So, we got as close as we can get. And so, we if you want to tip or trip, <laughs> go to the event early. And because pay for free parking. Because the free parking lots are ass. It's not And worth don't it. do a premiere shuttle because you'll be mad because you'll be stuck there. Yeah. But you also didn't say that we could have alleviated all of our problems. You know why? Because... Of a secret passport party that happened at the event. So if you would have stayed at the event and went into the passport lounge at the very end, they had a party that happened from the end of the event at 12 all the way to 5 a.m. So we could have alleviated all of our parking problems because everybody who stayed at the after party, they gave them rides on carts to their car. Yes. It's such a touchy subject for me that I like to think about it or talk about it. I'm so mad when I think about that. At least I know what to do now. Come <laughs> early. If I have to park in a free parking lot, because, you know, I'm trying to save that coin, park in the green lot, because it's right next to the Branding Iron. Shout out to the Branding Iron. I used to go to that club when I was in college, and it's a country club from, like, 4 in the afternoon to 10 p.m., and then it turns into, like, the hottest hip-hop club in the IE. Don't ask me why, but it does. And literally, we walk in, and I was like, I used to come here in college, and they are like, really nice. So, yeah. So, if we have to do that, like, we'll park at the green lot, go get a refreshment at the Branding Iron, and then walk the quarter of a mile to the (laughs) venue. Awful. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in to another episode of Rape Talks. Make sure to check us out on all our social medias. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. MKQ's been writing some super awesome, very interesting blogs with some really cool guests. I wouldn't say guest speakers. You've been interviewing them. I've been interviewing them, yes. We have some really awesome interviews with some dope people. So for sure, take a good read and subscribe to that newsletter. Yes, please do. And stay awesome. We love you guys. Um, If you ever see us at any events, please come up and say hi. We love just mingling and talking with people. Um, And we can't wait to see all of y'all at EDC. It's crazy. This is like, what, two weeks away? Mm-hmm. 25th anniversary. Or, no, no, like like three weeks away. It's less than a month. Crazy. I feel like time is flying, and I don't fully feel prepared. I'm not prepared. I'm never. You can never be prepared. <laughs> you say that every year. No. And every, every year it's the same situation. I know what to do in the mindset. I'm in the focal point. <laughs> but no, I'm not prepared. I can't be prepared until I smell the EDC air and then. Exactly. Every year you say that. And it will be this way until we're 90. Back in euphoria. Stay awesome, you guys. We love you. How's it get better than that? How's it get better than that? Bye. Bye.